What is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hello, everyone. It's Andrew Gardella, and welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. And today we have a guest. Hello, Mr. Christopher Hughes. Good day, Andrew. Thank you so much for having me on once again. Uh, yeah. So, what are we? What are we talking about today? What are we competing over? Well, today, today, aren't we continuing on with the ten? commandments of access and talking about no competition which means i'm totally gonna win okay good but i'm pretty sure people are gonna like me better i might not win but i might get the miss congeniality prize and that's really what's important oh that's really what's important because it's not who wins or loses yeah it's not who wins or loses it's who plays the game okay so just so what you're saying is you're just going to win in a different way well i'm going to be subtly superior oh okay i got you i got you (laughs) (laughs) and this is competition folks explained in very simple fashion (laughs) so what if we exactly um, I really like no competition. I think it's one of my favorite Ten Commandments because it drives people crazy. Yep. Because they're like, well, I don't know. The only way you can do competition is if you're doing judgment and if you're trying to prove something, which, again, is judgment. Because you only ever try to prove something if you believe the opposite is true. And if you're trying to prove that you're better than somebody, usually deep down you actually don't think it's true. But what most people do is they never actually own up to the fact that they're doing competition. They just accuse everybody else of doing it. Yeah. So there. And they say, competition. I can't believe this person. This person over here, she's doing competition. Everything (laughs) for her is about winning. And usually if that's your point of view and you're trying to say that and you're trying to prove everybody else is horrible and wrong, well... You might need to have a good long look at yourself and figure out if actually it's you who's doing that. Because if you really yeah. had no point of view about it, it wouldn't bother you. It bothers me so much. Does You're it really? just trying to compete for me. I can't even breathe around you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Now, so there you have it. No competition in a nutshell. Is well, I also I also think it's funny because then people are like, did they go the other way with it too? You know, when they hear no competition, they're like, oh, that means that I shouldn't squash, like I shouldn't be better than someone. Yes, <laughs> or exactly. I should. It's which like is, you have which to, is, which is that that subtle superiority I was talking about before. Yes, your subtle superiority. This week in our jewelry store in Brisbane, uh, I was working with a lady who wanted to buy an engagement ring. 
and she's a smart enough lady not to let her fiance pick her ring. And she came in and we had this ring for her. It was a great price. It was a fabulous ring. Everything was what she wanted. And she said, but I feel really bad because this other jeweler down the road, I've already put a deposit on a ring there, but I like this better and it's a better ring and it's worth more money for the same price. And I, and I started to go into that competition thing of going, oh, well, I don't want to hurt my competitors. Mm -hmm. Then I realized, why not? Why not let her choose and let her get the ring she wants? Mm -hmm. But you're right. That's the way a lot of people try to prove they're above competition, which if you're trying to prove you're above something, again, you're cementing in the opposite because you really don't believe that's the case. There you are. <sighs> wow. So what are all of you proving with the competition you are refusing? Everything that is times a gazillion will we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, that's that's a common one too with people refusing competition is, you know, they don't even enter, they don't even grab a ball, grab a glove and get in the game because they're above competition and they don't want to enter into, into the, the arena and, and take part in it, which really is just using an excuse for not getting involved, not doing well, anything. Well, another thing is that goes back to the subtle, the subtlety of this competition piece where it's like, you know what, I'm so good, I'm not even going to put myself in the field because you're not even in my field. why would i even waste my time competing with the likes of you oh my god exactly so what are you proving with the competition you are refusing exactly oh my god there's bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds it's so much charge i think it's hilarious And the whole idea of competition is a lie. Exactly. Because the idea of competition is that there's someone that is actually the same as you. Exactly. And, and how they perform will be, is the basis of judgment of determining who is better than the other, but we're also different. Yeah. And I I remember one of my first, I think it was my first foundation class or it, it was my, maybe it was my first two and three with Gary. He said, you know, um, that competition was a lie. And I, I was, I was like, uh, I don't really get that. But then he said, um, as, as a humanoid, the only one that you can compete with is you, you, you can only compete with yourself. So even in your, when you're doing sports and everything, you're, you're not really competing against everyone else. You're competing with yourself to see if you can, can be better than you were before. A new personal best. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, oh, that's definitely true for me. Cause I never, it was never about me winning or losing really. Like if I lost and, and I did like my best and, and it was just, you know, it didn't go, go my way. Then I, I wasn't really upset or worried about it or bothered, but you know, those times where I just like didn't compete at my best, then I was angry with myself. But again, it was all like with me, not like the other people. Right. And you never had that. 
wanting to destroy the others, destroy the competition. Like I, for me, because I competed a lot when I was younger as well, probably in a different capacity. You though, you, I'm sure it was more sport, but for me, it was usually music and singing. Mm -hmm. Which isn't competitive at all. Yeah, I oh yeah no not at all. I want always wanted everyone else to do well, and I even remember one instance where there was a particular public exam that I had to sing, and we all had to sing the same song, and the girl that sang it before me, she screwed up in one spot and actually had to stop singing. And when it came my turn next, I actually did the same, made the same mistake. <laughs> and I looked at it afterwards and I was like, why did I do that? I know this song really well. And I, I realized I did it for her so that mm-hmm. she wouldn't feel so bad and to level the playing field so that when we were being judged against each other, we, it sort of equalized the mistake because we both made it. <laughs> yeah. So how many of you are out there doing that? where you're trying to show that you're not competitive by making sure you make you level the playing field even though you're, you are superior than the people that are that are in your field everything that is times a gazillion will destroy and uncreate it all right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds that is a good one yeah Exactly. Do we have live callers on this one? We do. I just was looking. I just saw a message that says we have a caller on hold. Do you want, should we talk? Should we, should we have the callers compete for who we talk about? Talk to? (laughs) Whose question is going to be best? Yeah. Um, No. uh, So we have Gary on hold. Gary, are you there? Gary, Gary, can you hear me? We don't have we don't have him. Oh, I guess he he got blown away. Oh. No go. Oh, there you are. Hi, uh, Gary. Oh, I thought I lost there for a second. Nope. I won. You were lost, but now you are found. <laughs> I am working on a project. Uh, I bought a house, turning it into an Airbnb, and I'm putting in lots and lots of hours doing uh, painting and flooring work myself. And I'm, yeah, I'm noticing a little struggle with it, thinking it should be faster, thinking it should be, (laughs) like I'm enjoying the process somewhat. I'm enjoying seeing the transformation and I'm having some struggle. I'm noticing, like, how can I make this easier, faster, more enjoyable? Like, hmm, not sure where competition ties in there. Well, are you doing it for you and doing it to create what you actually see this could be created as? Or are you trying to fit into the competition of the market? Um, there's a fear piece there of that I notice I'm definitely I've been judging trying to bring it to a certain level that is not actually what I you know, it's not what I do for my house. It's not 
Yeah. So that's that's there. That was a good that was a good catch. <laughs> yeah, because it's like whenever you're creating something not because it's what you truly want to create, but you're trying to compete with everybody else or measure up to the market's expectations. I mean, for a lot of people, that takes it out of the the joy and the adventure of creation and into this reality. Of I notice, I really don't like the doors. Like on my house, I have just beautiful solid wood doors, and the the doors at this place are just horrible, <laughs> cheap, and I yeah, like I want to bring it up, and I'm. I'm overwhelmed with the rest of it. So that's like on the back burner, like, okay, how could it be fun and easy to get great doors in this place? <laughs> great that question. would be a nice thing for me. That would be really a gift. So ask to my the house to show you, ask the house to show you what it would like to look like and who it would mm-hmm. like to contribute to it and what it would like included in it. Cause you can find great stuff like that for not a lot of money. I mean, yes, you can yeah. go to Home Depot and buy doors, and usually they're pretty ordinary. But also, you know, there's places that sell, like, industrial salvage and stuff that has been salvaged mm-hmm. out of old buildings that are still cool, but no one wants them, and you can usually retrofit them in. And it sounds to me like if you weren't trying to fit this project into other people's expectations it might take on a little more fun for you. That opens up a space that's really enjoyable. Yeah. <sighs> Thank also you. Ask, I appreciate it. Who else would would enjoy doing this with you? Because mm-hmm. when you talk about it, the other thing I get a hit on is like, part of the not fun bit is that you're putting in a whole lot of sweat equity on your own. Yeah, uh, I've had a couple of people. Yeah, I've had one friend who's, who's been helping, and, he's, and that's been fun. Um, my daughter has been helping a bit, and sometimes she's not enjoying it. So I was like, okay, that's not fun. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So who would enjoy it? Who would this contribute to their life and them to the house? Well, yeah. and the other thing is anytime something's difficult, it's because you have a fixed point of view. Yep. So yep. if things like are getting difficult, line, what, what, what fixed point of view do you line. have here? It should be done already. God bless it. <laughs> well, yeah. that's a nice judgment. <laughs> right. That's yeah. not the question of what would it take it to, what would it take to get this done faster than I can imagine? Right. Yeah. Whose timeline are you competing with? I feel it in my back somewhere, whoever that is. <sighs> or is it just your yeah. imaginary timeline that has nothing to do with what actually the house requires and desires? Yeah, it's just the date that I made up. I just picked a number and and so then I set a new one because we passed that one. It's okay. Well, yeah, it's giving like, myself more space for enjoyment. 
well, look at what it actually is. Because oftentimes when I, I, I know this one particularly well, and I get frustrated when things aren't being fast enough or done fast enough, I actually just look at, well, you know, with the information I had when I started, I th- like this should take so long. But that wasn't actually what was going on. Do you know what I mean? Lots of times with these yep. projects, you find out more information along the way. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, instead I'm, of going I'm to... I'm looking at like 10 hours per floor, I'm realizing of these you know, three different rooms. I'm like, okay, that's, I just saw that number today. I was like, okay, this is probably what experiment's going to take to do these. Yeah. yeah, so so just okay. acknowledge that, okay, and just keep asking questions. Yeah. Because you, you, when you ask questions, okay, what would it take for this to, to be way faster than I can imagine? Or, you know, that mm-hmm. thing called all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. You could, yeah. you could use that tool. But if you go mm. into, oh, this should have been done or something then you're just making yourself right. wrong and you're just judging yourself and you're judging the, the project for how it doesn't yep. fit your expectations. Punishing. Yeah. Not fun. Not fun. No, it's totally fun. fun. You love it. <laughs> Isn't that the fun part? Getting to judge yourself. <laughs> uh, and then you get well, to make you sure your judgments. You make sure then, you know, the nice thing is you judge yourself and then you make sure you actually slow yourself down enough to judge yourself more because that's your point of view. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Stick in the ribs. How exciting. <laughs> exciting. I love this because when you called up, it seemed somewhat, I know, I don't know that in your universe, you necessarily saw that this was about competition, but any place that we judge ourselves as a failure is about competition. You have a, a metric somewhere in your world by which you are measuring right. your success and failure. So who are you who yep. are you measuring yourself against here? <sighs> One of my brothers. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so how much friends, of your life have you yeah. competed with your brother? A lot. Yeah. And how much of and your I, life yeah. have you dedicated to proving that your brother is right and you're wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, everything that is times a godzillion. Can we destroy and create it all? Right and wrong, good yeah. and bad, fun, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how much of your life have you actually slowed yourself down so you can compete with your brother and let him win? <laughs> wow, that's some capacity there. That's some skill. Everything that is, times a godzilla, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. It feels good. Well, I'm sure. I mean, just think about how much energy you had to use to make make slow yourself down enough to be able to compete with your brother. Right. Yeah, totally different universe. And when you actually go into yeah. competition, that's what you do. You have to put yourself into their shoes and their reality. So it's like the same, you know, playing field. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
So it's like you have to cut off your arms and your legs, and then you can fit into their world so you can compete. Yeah. Uh, well, great new awareness. It feels like my whole body just blossomed. Like there's a thousand blooms on it right now. I'm like, oh, how exciting. Well, that's awesome. Hopefully, yeah. you know, you'll be a little bit quicker with this house now. Yeah, just enjoy it a little bit. Or yeah, not. Just, yeah, I don't think you can go it. any faster. You can't. It'll, it'll happen as it does. It's good. Appreciating okay. it. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, guys. Bye. You're welcome. And with that, Chris, you know what time it is? What time is it, it's Andrew? break time. Oh. <laughs> cool. So with that, we're going to take a break. Awesome. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Here's what I love about the pearls of possibility. They come to my email inbox, just pow, there they are. I'm laying in my bed, I'm taking a nap, pow, pearls of possibility. Two, they're all the latest and greatest clearings that Gary and Dane are creating on the Voice America calls just delivered to me. So my lazy ass doesn't actually have to listen to the freaking call every week. I can just get the clearings. Hello? And three, it's $10 a month. You don't have to pay $50,000 to fly to Africa and, you know, be first class and be fancy all day and go to a class. No, you could lay naked in your kitchen if you want and listen to these things. They just show up. It's $10 a month. Why are you not doing that? So if you want to be a lazy ass like me, sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities at www. You guessed it, pearlsofpossibilities.com. That's www.pearlsofpossibilities.com. How does it get better than that? Have you ever stayed at a place that alters your reality and you become more as a result of it? Have you ever been to a land so joyful that your whole body lit up? We have a very special invitation for you. The chance to pre-purchase a night or three at two of the most unique places on the planet, Castello di Borgone in Italy and Proa, the resort in Costa Rica. A purchase that will create a different future for you and a different future for the planet. To learn more, just go to projectpossibilities.com and reserve a future night for you at the lowest rate to ever be offered. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. And we're back to the show, Chris. Left the call too. I was but we're trying back. to sing you a song and then and then it I all didn't want to hear it apparently. It was so horrible that, that it wrecked the zoom. Cool. That's power. Yeah, I mean you got you got some good good song skills. Anyways, so uh, we have another caller, Chris. Shall we take that? Her? Let's take Shall Michelle. We? Let's take Michelle's right. call. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi. Are you okay? Yes, we can. Yeah. Hi. All right. Competition. 
So I am job hunting and house hunting. How does Uh it get any better than that? (laughs) And I'm noticing I'm not really wanting to write my resume. And I think that competition might have a little something to do with it. Sort of judging, (laughs) prejudging that I'm... I don't have enough of the qualifications on the job skills list, blah, blah, blah. So. Oh, no one ever has any qualifications for the job they're applying for. Resumes are always lies. Always. Resumes <laughs> what are always lies, to... and there are always yeah. people trying to prove that they are the greatest, and they know everything, and they can do everything. The one resume I, I ever received from anyone applying for a job that actually got my attention was because he wasn't trying to tell me about him and how great he was. He was trying to ask me what he could contribute to my business. I got a resume from this kid after I'd already hired everybody. And the first line on his resume said, what can I contribute to your business? This kid had nothing to do with access. That was just him. And I could see from that that his basic point of view is, what do you require and what can you need and what can I be for you? Not, here's who I am and here's who great I am and here's all the qualifications I'm saying I have that I don't really have. So everything Thank that you. brings up that- or lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right, I'm good and bad, pot and talk, all nine shorts, boys and youngs. So I, I didn't know so many people lied on their resumes. I've always been honest. I guess that's my problem. Yes, no one. Maybe if you're being totally honest, then you should just write a resume that looks, I don't think I'm deserving of this job, but I'm showing up anyways. Uh, The thing too is, even if if people aren't necessarily lying, you know, in in my field of antiques and art and, and jewelry, I know people with a whole lot more credentials and experience but actually way less capacity. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, I, I know people that are registered gemologists that can't spot a synthetic stone. Um, but they have, the, they have the degree, they have the background, but they're still not necessarily capable of it. With any job that you're yeah. going for, reach into the world of the people who you're applying to. And ask what they require and make it about them. Cool. That, that's good. That's good advice. Thank you. You're so um, I'd, li- Thanks. I'd like to give a tiny testimonial for an access tool, if I may. Mm-hmm. You can. Okay. <laughs> it's an interesting one. So over the years, I never really resonated with all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. I didn't feel any energy on it. And it occurred to me that maybe it was because I was blocked. (laughs) This occurred to me after five years of a stagnant life that I was so frustrated it wasn't going anywhere. I pod-pocked it. I pulled the energy around it. And for two weeks, morning and night, I did all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. You get it. After two weeks, the police came and took my husband away. Yay! So, yay! My life changed. <laughs> now I'm looking for a we're job. Gonna have, a we're going to have a lot of women that want to get rid of their husbands doing all of life consuming with these Yeah. Yep. 
took my husband away. I sold the house, and now it's time for a new life. So how does it so get any better you, than that? What if you did that every time you applied for a job or applied for a place to live? Yeah, I'm still doing it morning and night. But, yeah, I, I kind of got that I need to add some more tools back in, some questions. I wasn't asking enough questions. I was just doing that. And All of life that comes of, to me with um, joy and glory is a question. Really? Yeah. You're ask, you're requesting for all of life to come to you with ease and joy and glory. Yeah. Yeah. I, get, yeah, I, I still... It's a request. Okay. Okay, cool. A Not a demand. I guess that was my problem. I was, try, I was turning it into a demand. But it doesn't a demand matter. is a question. It is a demand. Okay. I demand for you to give me an answer, Chris. <laughs> The answer is yes, I'll marry you. <gasps> you well, at least I know you'll be, you'll be able to pick me out a capable ring. <laughs> exactly. The other thing too, Michelle, is if you're avoiding competition, sometimes you will miss possibilities because, you, as we said earlier, you're not willing to grab a glove and get in the game. I, I was looking at apartments once, and in Australia here, when in a, there's an apartment for rent, they have these viewings that everyone has to show up at the same time who wants to see it. And this little two-bedroom apartment I was quite interested in, 50 people showed up with me to see this apartment. And I was going, oh, Jesus. Everyone loved this place and they wanted it. So we get up into the apartment and in front of everybody, I shouted out to the real estate agent, how much do you want for this place? And he said, 500 a week. And I said, great, I'll give you 550. And everyone else was so annoyed with me that I would do that and I would outbid them on price that 80% of those people left immediately. There's, so an, element of, there's an, ele an element of competition and demand that if you're willing to be you could have jobs, apartments, boyfriends, lovers, all sorts of stuff show up in your life with total ease. Cool. And so everything that product let down would yeah. destroy and create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, yeah. pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So can you give me a clearing for avoiding competition? That's definitely something I've done most of my life. What are you proving with the competition you are avoiding? I'm sorry? Everything. What are you proving with the competition you are avoiding? Okay. Everything that is times a gazillion will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And how could you use competition to your strategic advantage? Good question. Mostly I'm getting that I, I have done a lot of hiding a lot uh -huh. of, like, not even entering the competition, you know, just sort so of, you, like, don't you're, see me. you're, like, don't. a competitive level hide-and-seek person? Yes, and I am winning. I am so winning. Well, then <laughs> you should just acknowledge that you're winning. You're so good at it. Well, what would it take for me to get a house and a job that way? <laughs> not. Well, how can you use your skills at hiding to get a job and, and, a, and a house? 
How can you I use it to your advantage? I could somebody else's house. <laughs> Maybe they won't they, notice me. <laughs> they probably won't. You Sorry. know, you're so good at hiding. <laughs> okay. Anything else come up for you about any kind of like a wedgie, Andrew? You're so good at wedgies. You <laughs> really okay? Um, well, you're you're just probably going to be homeless. It's okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> you Thank can just you. say all oh, life comes to me with these enjoying glory on the street like a a bum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll work on that. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good one. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye, Bye Michelle. Bye. I realized from this conversation, I actually really like competition. <laughs> you re- <laughs> Wait, you, you just realized this now, Chris? Well, I was looking at it and, and you know, like in, in Brisbane, every time an antique dealer nearby me closes, you know, they shut the doors. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I prefer that there was a bunch of us. Yes, I know. You, you know, because... It, it makes the industry stronger and it means you have to look around and go, okay, what can I do to outcreate everybody else? Cause out creation yeah. and competition are actually totally different energies. Well, and there is such a thing as generative competition, you know, where it actually stimulates yeah. you to expand your world and to be more and to choose more and to look at for a different possibility. Exactly. Like say, the, another example that pops to mind is um, our original antique shop in Brisbane is at this hotel called the Stamford. And the Stamford for a very long time in Brisbane was the best hotel, one of the best hotels in Australia. And, you know, it was the kind of place where if you rang them to iron a shirt, it would be done in 20 minutes. If you left a pair of shoes out your door, they would have it back in an hour polished. They would bring you your newspaper ironed. They would, you know, they they had a dedicated pastry chef in the kitchen making croissants all day. There was it was top notch service in every respect. But that's when they opened thirty years ago, and now there are so many new hotels around, and they have not done anything to try and maintain their competitive advantage and their reputation. And they've been, as we say, resting on their laurels. And they've started to fall down. And they've started putting plastic plants in instead of real ones and cutting corners. And what I've noticed is people used to stay there because they were the best. And now they're staying there because they're dropping their prices. And it's Mm. getting cheaper. But they're not using competition as you say to their strategic advantage and from to generate a greater possibility because there's five six seven other hotels in the area now that are doing things better than they are and instead Mm -hmm. of going great there's new hotels around how do we improve our game instead they're going oh we'll cut our prices exactly and get the energy of what that creates in your business Let's say you're a facilitator somewhere or you're a massage therapist and instead of, and there's 20 others in your area, 
instead of asking to be greater and create more, get the energy it creates when you just go, oh, I'll be cheaper than they are. Exactly. You just make yourself cheap. Exactly. I mean, what if, what if Gary took his Airbnb and found some great old mahogany doors and put beautiful doors and fittings in his Airbnb? Instead of being the average ordinary Airbnb with the average ordinary price that everyone else has, what if your place was phenomenally different? Because when you're that different, how do you compete? How do you compete and compare? You can only compare when you've got apples and apples. When you've got a field full of apples and you're a dragon fruit, how do you compare? You're just so damn different. Exactly. So everything that brings up and lets down for everybody, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pun, pop, all nine shorts, boys, fiance. And with that, Chris, guess what time it is? It's happy break time. It's happy break time. I'm assuming, unless there's another caller or something. I don't know. No, it's it's happy break time. Okay, cool. Uh, It's break time. So we'll be back in a few minutes talking about competition. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Relationship. Are you sure you want one? Is a brand new book by Simone Millicis and Brendan Watt. So the difference between this book and probably any other relationship book on the shelf is that it does give you some really different, pragmatic, very confronting tools to create your life in a great relationship or to know that it's okay to be single. It's not wrong. This is not your average relationship book. It's not about love or romance. Instead, it offers powerful questions and pragmatic tools you can use every day to create what you truly desire. A lot of us have way too many expectations of our partners in relationship. What I've learned over the years is when you expect from somebody, they either have to reject you or judge you or separate from you. So getting out of that place is giving you freedom in relationship relationship are you sure you want one on sale now from relationship are you sure you want one.com when you're pondering the big questions like is there more than this how can i have a happy relationship what would it take to like my body 
and how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. We're back. I don't know. We are. We're here again. I have a little, uh, yes, some more time to compete with you. Okay, good. Do you know what always makes me think about funny things about competition? Instagram. Mm. Instagram? You know, yeah, it's so easy. Like, I'm not a big social media person. I don't really love it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was smart enough to hire someone to do it for me for my business. But Instagram is still, I have it as my own thing. It's not mm-hmm. really, I don't really use it a lot promotionally. And uh you know, because I enjoy looking at jewelry and architecture and men in their underwear. That's predominantly what my Instagram is. And, mm-hmm. uh, but you can look through Instagram and kind of go, wow, this is, it's so weird. And there's so much competition out there. And I, the first time I started getting into it, I looked at my husband and I said, well, Instagram doesn't really help you feel better about yourself much, does it? Because <laughs> everybody's <laughs> like, you know, they've got a bikini body and they've got the biggest diamonds you've ever seen in the world. And they've got an amazing car and they eat beautiful things. And, you know, it's all about that. And what I found funny is for myself, I've started getting really obnoxious with my Instagram. Like last night, I had a delivery show up of uh, beluga caviar from my caviar supplier guy here in Brisbane. And I thought, <laughs> I'll just post this to be obnoxious and <laughs> And and see and perceive the judgment it creates in everyone's world when you when you put up this stuff that is quote unquote showing off and the competition mm-hmm. that creates in people's worlds. So everything that you are buying from social media about how you are less and everyone else is greater and has a perfect life when you destroy and create all that. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because that's primarily what they use to create the growth of social media is allowing everyone to prove what a great life they have, allowing them the platform to do that. And 
if you're anything like most humanoids out there, you will look at it and want everyone to feel great about themselves and want to prove that you're not that great. So you will probably avoid those platforms as well. So what are you proving with the competition you are refusing? And that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes, I will. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Uh, well, Do we have any we... more callers? No one else wants no. to talk to us. They think we're obnoxious. No, we, we scared them. <clears throat> okay, good. We are quite obnoxious, so I don't think that's a bad thing, you know? It's true. I enjoy being obnoxious. So generative competition, we started talking about that before the break. If you're willing to have competition and willing to use it to your advantage, what, what's that look like for you? Well, I think part of the generative competition is what we were talking about partially with the, the going to outcreating. And it's also, you know, it stimulates you to be more. You know, one of our mutual friend likes to do we have a mutual friend who likes to do generative competition, you know, Grace Douglas. Actually, you and her like to do generative competition together most of the time. Oh, yes. <laughs> Grace Douglas is like a sister to me, Gary, uh, Gary Douglas's daughter. I've been a great friend of hers for the past 10 years. And she and I are both big collectors of treasure, and we like a lot of the same things. And in the past... I've gotten my nose out of joint and she's gotten her nose out of joint if we've both found something we want and one of us gets it and not the other. And I've turned to Grace and I've said to her, well, it's okay, you can have it. Or I've said to her, well, what if we found another one? And the funniest part for me was when she said, no, I wouldn't want it as much if there was two of them. (laughs) Which I think is fabulous. But the, the generative part of it is, both of us love and adore each other so much and are so different in that we genuinely want each other to have everything that we desire. And we're willing to play with the energy of competition and go, na 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 look what I got. Look what I found. Yeah. Like she was over at my house for dinner a, a couple weeks ago when she was in town. And there were certain things that I had out on display that I've collected over the years because I've got I'm a collector of ridiculous magnitude. And uh, there was a few things that she said, oh, well, let me just take that home to New York for you and get it polished. And I went, not on your life, sister. I know what's going to happen if I let you out of the house with this thing. But it's a game. It, there's a, a joy and a play in it, not a bitterness or a resentment or a, an anger. There's a, a play of, oh, yeah, well, let me see if I can outdo you. Let's see what I can find. And yeah. what it does for me is it opens a door to more being possible when someone like you, Andrew, or, or Grace has or finds something or creates something that is greater than I had been willing to imagine or achieve previous. Exactly. And And then you're like, well, damn, they can't, I can't let them do that to me. I'm going to have to lift my game. Exactly. So where have you been unwilling to lift your game 
that if you did, would invite you to the game of generative competition. And everything that is times a godzillion, can we destroy it and create it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and talk, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Cool. I like it. So, Chris, uh, you know, well, you can do some more competition things, but do you have any, any classes coming up you can invite people to? Let people I do. know where they can I come and with I've you in planned person. Them all. I've planned all my classes so they don't compete with yours because I, I wouldn't <clears> want you to have smaller classes and feel badly about yourself. Oh, that's <laughs> nice of you. People say that kind of shit to each other. I find that unbelievable. They say that kind of stuff as though they're being kind. And it, well, I actually plan my classes um, in the same towns and at the same time as you, so I can totally destroy you. <laughs> That's bullshit. You do it so that we can drink. Well, that I would just do the class <laughs> with you. That's how we avoid competition. We just do it together. We'll just do it together. It's fine. It's fun. Um, yes, I do. I've got a class coming up the first weekend in... August in Auckland, New Zealand. It's a three-day right voice for you class. And there's also actually an intro on the 8th. And the following month at the end of September, I'm foggy on the dates, but I think it's like the 27th starting. Uh, I'm doing a class with Miss Ina Basur in India, in Bangalore, which I'm excited about. Also a right voice for you class. Um, and right voice for you is awesome because we do actually talk a lot about competition because so many people, when they think about their voice in the world and how they show up, it is about a competition uh, and comparing themselves to others. Um, uh, so those two. And then in the first week of October, I'm in Canada, in my home state of Saskatchewan. Going home. I'm going to be a homecoming queen, Andrew. Oh, nice. That's exciting. I mean, yeah. you're already a queen and you're coming home, so... So I'm a homecoming queen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about you? What have you got coming up and going on? Uh, what do I have? Oh, I have a body class in Houston, Texas. Um, the, I think the first weekend, the first weekend in August, August 2nd through the 4th. And then I have um, an SE extravaganza with Susie Godsey in France, August 15th through the 8, 17th, 18th, something like that. The 18th, maybe. Yes, the 18th. There we go. Um, and then I then I see you in Costa Rica. I don't know what I have after that. I have something coming up in September. Cool. Well, Lots of things. Exciting. Oh, and I have a Halloween. I have a I just created a me and Shannon O'Hara are doing a three-day body class together uh, in Florida. So, cool. South Florida. We're doing a Halloween. It's on Halloween. So I'm gonna dress up for Halloween and go to do a class. It's going to be a spooky, you know, there you go. It's going to be fun. Will you dress up as a wrestler? You probably have the outfit. It'll be easy. I don't feel like dressing up as something that you actually are is like, that's not, you know, that's not the point of Halloween. It's supposed to, you're supposed to wear something that isn't, you know, like branch out, you know? 
we don't really have Halloween in Australia, so yeah, I you know, understand. Did you have? I, mean, I grew up with it in Canada. Canada? But yeah, okay. we do, but you know, whatever. I always okay. found the pressure of creating a costume too much for me in the competition when I was a kid, so I always <laughs> avoided it. <laughs> well, for me, and and the side of competition that it was always funny for me. If I wasn't going to be the best at anything, I never wanted to do it. I avoided doing it if I didn't think I was going to be the very best. So like before I went and started doing any classes and everything, I needed to have private classes before I started so that I knew what I was doing when I got there. I wouldn't look like an absolute novice and amateur didn't know anything. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to anybody else? <laughs> if you're not going to be the best, you won't bother. Yep, and there you that go. That brings up or lets down. Can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And with that, Chris, we've lost the competition with time, though. Oh, damn. <laughs> the clock beat us. Well, it's so, always fun to be on here. I'm sorry. Then we, we'll have to have you back. You know? Yes, please. For another round of competition. Yes, please. I'll let and you win that. next time. Oh, thank you. You say that now, but then you're, you won't let me. I know how this works. You do this every time. <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for listening. That's our show this week. And uh, we'll be back next week to, with, uh, with uh, Do Not Buy, Tell, or Listen to the Story. Or no. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.